Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani from Omnis Investments and here to take you through last week's news in financial markets. Let's begin in the US, where we had a volatile week and the S&P 500 ended down 1.2% over the week. There were two main macroeconomic drivers for markets. First, the chair of the Federal Reserve, the US Central Bank, said that inflationary pressures, while still expected to subside over the next year, had become broad enough and remained elevated for long enough that the central bank may consider taking action. Markets interpreted this as interest rate rises in the US coming sooner than previously expected. Secondly, there continue to be fears that the emergence of Omicron could weigh on global economic growth and contribute further to supply chain disruptions. Separately, on the employment front, job creation was weaker than expected over the month of November. Over to Japan next. In a major reversal of policy, Japan closed its borders to foreign nationals, except for those with special permission to enter, citing the emergence of Omicron. As a reminder, a few weeks ago we discussed how Japan had eased its strict coronavirus-related entry rules, letting foreigners visit the country for short business trips, study abroad and technical training. This weighed on markets with the Nikkei 225 down 2.5%. The government sought to continue the strong vaccine rollout. Healthcare workers were prioritised as Japan began administering COVID-19 booster shots amid the spread of Omicron. The third doses of this vaccination will be administered free of charge to all residents aged 18 and over. On the economic front, industrial production and retail sales rose in October and unemployment edged lower, likely reflecting a recovery in demand following the ease of coronavirus restrictions. Next up, China. China's factory activity unexpectedly rose in November for the first time in three months, as surging raw material prices and power issues started to ease. On the property front, Kaiser Group did not receive approval from its bondholders to extend some debt due next week, making it the latest Chinese property developer to edge closer to default. Looking ahead, Credit analysts at T. Rowe Price, one of Omnis's investment partners, believe China's government could issue some kind of policy response to help the property sector as effects may start to spread into the domestic economy. Overall, Chinese stocks recorded a weekly gain with the CSI 300 index of large cap stocks rising 0.8%. Let's come to Europe next. Shares in Europe posted mixed results after a volatile week of trading, highlighted by concerns about the Omicron variant and further evidence of inflationary pressures. The Eurostox 50 ended 0.2% lower. Cases of Omicron were detected across Europe. A renewed surge in COVID-19 infections prompted Germany to tighten restrictions on those unvaccinated against the coronavirus. Austria extended its lockdown. Portugal and France reintroduced tighter requirements for mask wearing and toughened border controls and several regions in Spain imposed stricter measures for the unvaccinated ahead of the Christmas season. On the economic front, inflation in the eurozone accelerated to its highest level since the single currency was introduced in 1999. Annual consumer prices rose to 4.9% in November as energy costs surged. The European Central Bank, however, continued its narrative that inflation is not spiralling out of control. 
Retail sales rose in October as consumers spend more money on non-food purchases. But on the flip side, consumer sentiment weakened for a second consecutive month in November. And finally, the UK. The FTSE 100 was up 1.2% over the week. The British pound depreciated against the US dollar. And as a reminder, a weaker pound tends to support the FTSE 100 because many of its companies are multinationals with overseas revenues. The more domestically focused FTSE 250 was up 0.6% over the week. Cases of Omicron more than doubled in the UK on Friday and now total over 150 cases. The news comes as GPs across the nation were told to temporarily scrap services, such as giving over 75s their routine health checks, in a bid to speed up the booster jab rollout. The emergence of this Omicron variant could mean inflation remains higher for longer than expected if it prevents consumers switching their spending from goods to services and prolongs disruption to global supply chains. There is still debate as to whether the Bank of England will raise interest rates later this month or will it put it on hold until the new year. The Omicron variant is also hitting the hospitality sector, with many venues already hit by a wave of Christmas cancellations following mixed messages from the government. Clearly, it continues to be a volatile time for markets, as the world continues to face Omicron without knowing much about the transmission rates or the severity of this new variant. At times like these, it's important to remember that we are investing for the long term and a well-diversified portfolio, in line with your attitude to risk, remains the best investment strategy over the long term, despite shorter term market challenges. That's it from me this week. I'll be back again next Monday for more. Till then. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.